0: And I will tell you this, when you create values in your business, I'm going to say it this way, when you create values in your business, you will lose people because there are some people that want to be toxic that are creating problems in your company and the very fact that you now have accountability around them, those people get exposed very fast and if they don't adjust, they'll either be terminated or they'll leave on their own. In business, you want to consistently attract incredible people, grow at an accelerated rate, and create a unique competitive advantage. The goal, it isn't to just be the best, but is to be the favorite. The favorite in the eyes, the mind, and the heart of your customer. To stay competitive in today's world, you want to build a business where people want to come to work and where they have a chance to be great at doing what they love the most. And you accomplish that by leading through values. Because when you lead through values, people excel, profits increase, and your brand becomes more human. Now make sure you download your free guide at leadthroughvalues.com. I'm James Mayhew, your chief culture officer, and you're listening to Lead Through Values. Hey, welcome back. This is James, and we are in a series here as a relaunch with the Lead Through Values podcast Man, this is so much fun. I'm just I'm having a blast doing these, you know. Uh we're we're in a, this little series. It's a five-part series and these five parts coincide with the guide that uh I encourage you to go download at leadthroughvalues.com. Uh just put in your email address and then it will show up in your in your inbox. And that guide is going to coincide with each one of these five episodes. It's a five-part guide. And it, it it is going to be filled with information that goes along with each of these episodes, but it also has reflection questions on it. So like there's work for you to do in this and it's designed to help you improve because I'm all about improvement. I want to see businesses improve. I want to see people improve. I want to see leaders improve. And so we can't do that unless we we do a little bit of um, questioning and, and reflection and Um, If you haven't checked out the first episode yet, um, go back and do that. That's the one where we introduced the concept here. And and truth number one was your brand is a direct reflection of your culture and values. Today, truth number two is your business is already operating on a system of values. So let's dive into that. There are four value systems that are present in any organization. I'm going to start with this, this first group of values, like your permission to play values. Uh, that's your baseline expectations. Like Examples would, would include things like you're honest. like You treat others respectfully. You're reliable. Others can count on you. In other words, you, if you can't do those, even one of those, you don't belong in our company. You don't belong in our business. You will not have a seat at the table. Okay, so a second type of value system your business is already operating on are aspirational values. It's the things that you aspire to be now, but also you know that you're going to need to develop further in the future. So an example might include something like we're not afraid to take risks or we don't just maintain, we multiply or growth means constant improvement. These are aspirational values, meaning we're going to, it's it's directional. There's no arrival on those things. And again, they may be something that you're doing okay at right now, or or maybe you're not doing well at all, or at all, period, and that you know that you're going to need to do. So that's why we call them aspirational. There's another set of values. Um, it's your core values. And this is these are the things that you're unwilling to compromise around. It's your performance standards. Examples might include, we do what we say. We're always on time with our production orders. We're never late or I like this one. We refuse to take shortcuts or compromise our quality. You know, this uncompromising concept, it's hard. It's really, really hard. It's something you have to teach all the time. So let me back up. When we started with permission to play, these are the values that you're making decisions probably at the hiring process around. Can I trust this person? Are they honest? I mean, these are the things you're looking for. And they are also the things that you're probably terminating on. Like if you're dishonest or you can't treat others respectfully and you're completely unreliable and others can't count on you, you probably don't work here anymore. At least in a, even in an average, like mediocre business, you're going to cut those people. But the really where I want to focus today, when we talk about the truth number two, is that your business already operates on a system of values. Permission to play is definitely there. But I want to talk to you about this one, accidental values, which leads to accidental attributes of your culture. So what do I mean by accidental values? Well, these are behaviors, uh, attitudes, actions uh, that develop accidentally and tend to have a negative influence on, on your business through your personnel, you know, it'll impact your strategy. And so an example of accidental values includes something like taking a one size fits all approach around employee development. Now, the fact that you have employee development, that's good. But if you take a one size fits all and we just put everybody through the exact same thing, not everybody's going to come out the other side at the same spot. For some, it's going to have been too slow. They were already past it. For others, it was too hard and they're, they're still behind. So that's an accidental value or an accidental attribute of culture. Keep in mind when we're talking about these things, it doesn't mean you're a bad business if you have these things. It just means you're a business. It's just it means you're actually doing work. All right, so let's talk about another example of an accidental value uh, or attribute of culture. You get stale mindsets. Stale mindsets can creep in, and you start to say things like, "Well, we've always done it that way," or, "Hey, we tried that before." These things can be visibly present. They're sneaky. And it doesn't always sound like those exact words. Here's another one. And this one's, all, all of these are big. Okay, all of these are big. But this one is probably the biggest. Uh, an accidental value of low accountability. And that allows people to cut corners or settle for good enough attitudes. I mean, the big problem when you're in a low or no accountability organization is that people don't know how that they can plug in. They're worried about stepping on somebody's toes. They don't know if it's mission critical to do this, if it's aligned with mission or, you know, so they're, they're afraid to act. Let's talk now about some of the, the costs of this. There are high cost consequences of accidental values. And some of the stuff that you're going to hear on this podcast is going to potentially make you mad at me. Uh, but I'm a coach and so I'm used to it (laughs) because sometimes we just have to say stuff and point things out that, you know, it might hurt a little bit because it exposes some truth. But if we don't, we're never going to grow. And I said that because this next line is, is, you know, that I'm going to drop on you here is potentially going to make you upset with me, but accidental values are the result of poor leadership styles or poor leadership structure. And it leads to these things. And I've got about 10 I'm going to run through here. Incomplete and inconsistent communication and lack of transparency. Man, you want to hurt culture? Be poor at communicating. Be poor at transparency. And you're going to be there. The next one, you have a lack of unity. Uh, Accidental values lead to a lack of alignment and unity. And that's kind of what I was talking about, the low accountability piece. Work gets completed, but it probably or even frequently misses critical company objectives. So we're getting work done, but we don't know if that work is really moving the needle, so to speak. So KPIs and metrics are are important there. However, you can also measure the wrong things. And man, I can tell you stories about that. I was working for a company several years ago. And in our sales team, we realized that we, were, we had made a shift in culture to move from transactional to being more relational focused. And so we were measuring metrics about calls taken and uh, calls missed and, and how many rings. And I mean, they're important metrics, but what we, what we failed to, to recognize was that you know, we, we were actually rewarding people that were taking a lot of calls. And uh, man, that person is a machine on the phones and they might've gone through 70 calls in a day. And then we weren't rewarding the person that say maybe took 15 calls, but we started to dig a little deeper into the metrics and those 15 calls of that person maybe generated six figures that day when the customer, or I'm sorry, the sales rep that took the 70 calls maybe generated say $30,000 that day because it was very transactional. Let's get you what you want. Get you off the phone because the phone's going to ring. I got to take the next call. Well, the person that was taking 15 calls was actually creating relationships. They, w- they were asking qualifying questions such as, how often do you buy this product? Where are you currently buying that product from? How much are you currently paying? What, what those questions lead to is, is this qualification of, is this a significant customer? Do we need to really invest more in learning about them? Because You never know when you're inbound calls, you never really know what that customer is needing and who they are, because maybe they're calling to buy a few things from you to kind of like test you out, or they just needed to fill in from their normal vendor who was out of that product. But what you may not know is that they are a seven figure annual customer on that product. And man, you want to do a good job. (laughs) And so if you, you're asking those questions to qualify them, you might figure that out. Like, wow, you, you buy how many of those a year? Okay. Well, and so now we know those things, but if you're too quick on the call and you're not asking those qualifying questions, you're missing that opportunity. And so that's why you got to be careful with metrics and, and what your KPIs are. Okay. Just have awareness around that. How about this one? Little or no collaboration. This is another high cost consequence of accidental values that there's little or no collaboration. So people work in isolation that kind of creates or accentuates problems around communication is if if we are in different areas and we're not creating an atmosphere where we can collaborate with each other, work's getting done, but it could be misaligned work. it could be misdirected work. So collaboration and communication would help solve that. Another high cost consequence of accidental values would be this apathetic attitudes. I do not care today <laughs> and listen. I, We're humans, okay? All of us have had some stuff before where we just need to get through the day. But I'm talking about the ongoing, I'm just here to do my job, checking boxes between 8 and 5 or whatever the hours are. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to meet the minimums. And I don't have a manager or a leader around that sees how bored I am or that sees that I'm kind of slacking and I have the ability to really do more. So the apathetic, like the apathetic attitude can roll right on up to a CEO. I've seen it before. That is a high cost consequent of an accidental value. Here's another one. How about suspicion and gossip? Ever been in that workplace before where suspicion and gossip are rampant throughout the organization? It's toxic. It is so toxic. Uh, and, and it sounds and looks different for each one. But um, I can think of one client right now where there was frequent like leaks, I'll call it leaks, about financial status and why it was a struggle to get product and why they were struggling to sell product. The gossip around was that they weren't paying their bills. It wasn't true. It wasn't true. However, there was nobody addressing it, nobody taking care of it until we got in there and created values around it and we killed it. We killed it. And I will tell you this, when you create values in your business, I'm going to say it this way, when you create values in your business, you will lose people because there are some people that want to be toxic that are creating problems in your company. And the very fact that you now have accountability around them, those people get exposed very fast. And if they don't adjust, they'll either be terminated or they'll leave on their own. Another consequence of accidental values is this. You struggle to attract new employees. You just have a weak candidate pipeline. People don't, Like, there's nobody, there's no energy and excitement about, hey, let's work here. In in fact, it might be the opposite of, oh, you don't want to go apply there. So, if you have a great, thriving culture where you're kicking butt, like from a revenue standpoint and growth standpoint, and then people are also talking about what a great place it is to work there, you're going to have a great pipeline of candidates. And in fact, instead of settling for one of three, I guess we'll choose option B because A and C are terrible and B is going to be, uh, it's the best we got. So we got to hire them, so we put them in. Well, in a high-performing, great, excellent, fo- excellence-focused culture, you're going to have three people that, and you're like, how do we say no to these other two? And you look for ways to bring them in or we anticipate an opening in three months. Now, another consequence of accidental values is this, is that growth is just stagnant. Well, that's a great segue from where we just were before. Growth is stagnant. We, we are stuck. Uh, we've plateaued in revenue or we're, we're on a decline. We've lost a customer. Um, uh, something like what happened in 2020 hits, um, and, and it can impact things. Uh, so that's another consequent of, of accidental values, that you just take your foot off the gas. Here's another one that's closely related. Um, you have low energy. There's no new ideas coming forward. You might talk about how you are gifted at ideas and solutions for our customers. But if it's really not there, they'll they'll figure it out. So another consequence of accidental values is low energy, lack of ideas. And finally, we can't not dismiss or disregard stress and hurriedness. Become the norm, not the exception in an accidental culture. Stress and hurriedness are like primary, obvious outcomes of accidental values. Okay, so so in quick review here, truth number two, we talked about your business is already operating on a system of values. We talked about permission to play values, the baseline expectations of people at your company. You had aspirational values, the things that you aspire to be both now and in the future. We talked about core values. These are the ones that you'll die on the hill for. These are your uncompromising performance standards for how you do business. And these also set you apart from your competition. But where we really spent the most amount of time was understanding what happens in your business when you're not paying atten- attention to culture. You are having accidental values and attributes emerge from that. And so we talked about uh, communication, unity. Uh, we talked about, lack of collaboration, apathetic attitudes, uh, toxic behaviors. Um, the fact that you're stagnant and nobody wants to come and work there. There's no excitement around it. There's no energy and it's filled with busyness. Listen, this is a, I want to thank you for being part of this because this was kind of a heavy podcast and, uh, I want you to stick around because throughout this podcast and through the interviews that we'll be doing, you're going to be hearing from other uh, business leaders and, um, Sometimes they're not even business leaders. They they're gonna be outside of of business industry at times, like like we have Jarrett Samuels, who is a pastor from Indianapolis. And when you hear his episode, I don't know how you're not gonna get fired up because he is uh he's just got such energy. So stick with this because we're gonna be giving you motivating ideas and tips and um just creating awareness around. Values and what it means to lead through values and culture. So again, thank you for being here. And we look forward to episode three, where we get into how values drive your actions and your actions determine your results. Hey everyone, this is James. And I wanna tell you about an upcoming virtual coaching program called Accelerate. It's for high achieving success-minded people, just like you who demand greatness of themselves and expect it of everyone around them. Accelerate will help you drastically improve communication in your business, reduce bottlenecks and busyness, help spark innovation and even creative thinking, and absolutely maximize team performance. Now, Accelerate is for business owners, executives, it's for up-and-coming leaders, anyone who is wanting to advance their leadership and to build their business capacity in 2021. The training starts in February and space is limited. Learn more at jamesmayhew.com.